Hi, I'm Ryan Mosetti, a computer science student just out of high school. And I am Kenny Ho, a high school teacher at a school in Thornhill. And you're listening to the Look Who's Talking podcast. In this podcast, we'll be talking a bit about our lives, going through school, talking in perspective, and maybe to help you through it. Class is now in session. So, uh, a little bit about myself. I'm Ryan Lucetti. I um, was a high school student, and I just recently graduated, and I'm going into computer science now in post-secondary university. And I start my first year this coming fall season. Oh, congratulations, Ryan. I am Mr. Ho from a high school in, high, in Thornhill, and uh, I have been in education for many years already. So, here I speak on the issues that our students face every year, and hopefully we can give you some insight on what are our suggestions are to help you get through high school. So just a little bit about why we decided to start the podcast and what got us interested into it. I know for me, it was definitely coming into high school, it was definitely a new experience, and um, a lot of those preparing classes really don't give you the experience you need or the uh, education you need to succeed. I think that maybe hearing a bit of the life stories that we have uh, might help you get a new perspective and um, just give you the more specifics that you don't actually get when you're at those uh, workshops uh, preparing for high school. I think, um, the, you're, Ryan, you're absolutely right. Um, stories do tell a lot, just like a picture will speak a thousand words. Um, stories do give students a perspective of, on what they are going through, and hopefully through our stories we can give you some, I wouldn't say solution, because there's no defined solution to every problem, but at least give you some suggestions and highlights um, what you can do to your problem. So if you had to give them just a little bit to start off, what would you say the biggest tip coming into high school, or just any school in general, what is the biggest tip you think can help any person or student? So if I were to give advice to grade nine students coming into the school, I would say just be comfortable. Be yourself and be comfortable. Because um, if you come in anxious, you come in nervous, you might not be the best student that you can be. And that, I think, is the most important thing to be in high school, to try your best and to be the best student you can be and just be yourself. I definitely agree, but uh, I want to look at a different uh, sort of thing of that. Something I didn't do that I should have done is expose myself to a lot more classes, a lot more environments, or even just a lot more extracurriculars. Because being there in the first year is most important. Because as time goes by, you start to tune out, you start to do less things, and um, you just start to overall care less as time goes on. So it's important. It's important to be there and start at the beginning to make those bonds, those connections that you'll need later on through your high school experience. And I absolutely believe in uh, the bonding and the rapport and the experience that you have, um, not only with each other but especially with teachers. I find some students in grade nine, uh, they come in and they're nervous. They're afraid of the teacher. I don't think that should be the way because the teacher should be your um, number one supporter. And if you have a good relationship with him or her, you can actually get a lot of insight from the adult because the adult have had many experiences in high school. The experience I had when I was in grade nine, my first uh, year, there was this religion class. Um, it was grade nine religion, nothing too difficult because you're first starting off. It's a Basically, just a starter course. I made a lot of the friends that I have to this day in that class just because 
I was really open. I was open to new experiences, and I was willing to talk to new people. And as you go through, you start to lose that sort of that sort of awe and wonder. You don't want to talk to many many people. You're in your own secluded friend groups. So keeping that ability to go out to other people is really important, and especially the teacher in that class really made me uh, come out of my shell. Just because he's a little bit an interesting guy. He just talked about things in a new perspective that I didn't see before. And I have to agree with you, Ryan, that um, sometimes in, as a grade 9 student, you tend to stick with uh, the people that you know. Uh, the most comfortable spot is obviously um, sitting with someone who you know already from elementary school. And I think part of the learning is also to take a leap of faith that maybe for um, sometime during class or during your lunch or uh, in between periods, you say hi, you get to know other students that are from other schools. Maybe you can build a relationship there. For sure, because at the beginning, everybody's open. Everybody's open to new experiences because they don't really know anybody. So just talking to someone within those first few weeks, even the first few months, that's the prime time to make new friends because after that, everyone kind of sits off in their own friend groups and they're not willing to go out and make those connections. So the sooner you jump on it, the more people you talk to in the beginning, the easier it is to make those connections and friendships. And I would have to agree. Uh, one thing of caution, though, as the adult, as the teacher who is speaking, um, think about um, your friend group and whether or not uh, the group or the individual will add value to your um, life or value to your education. Because many times I see students hanging out with a group of friends and they're positive influences. But then you know yourself that there may be other influences that are not as great as you hope to be. And I'm sure you know what they are because you know what they are, I'm sure. So make sure that the friend group is the friend group that will add value to your education. Basically pick good people, pick smart people, and you'll be good and smart as well. Pick the people you want to be around uh, that are uh, successful and make you successful. Well, Ryan, not really smart <laughs> people all the time because... Um, not smart, just smart decisions. Uh, yes, smart decisions that they make because uh, as a high school teacher, um, looking around um, grade 9 students, um, you know, you make choices and those choices can be good, can be mediocre, and sometimes can be really awful. And my rule of thumb is if your parents approve, if your grandparents approve, then it's probably a very good choice. Yeah, I've had some stories where I've just made some bad choices and they've reflected really badly on me and some of those can be saved for a later, ep uh, later episode but uh, definitely be sure to think about your decisions before you make them. Hang out with the right people that are going to influence you to make the right decisions that aren't going to peer pressure you into making something or doing something that you don't want to do. Popularity isn't all that it's cracked up to be. Like You can be the most popular person in high school. It really doesn't actually mean much. It's just more important that you focus on your grades, your extracurriculars, just being a happy person. And for some people, that is popularity. For some people, it is going out uh, doing stuff with friends every night. But some people, it's not. So just focus on what makes you you and don't try to change to fit like what you see on TV or on the media. And I absolutely believe that because if you try to change to be someone that you are not, it puts stress on yourself. And you're really putting up uh, an act. And that's not you. Try to be yourself. Just be true to yourself. Um, and other people will definitely see it because if you pretend to someone else it's hard on you and you will lose that act in a month or two yeah i can definitely agree because you make friends based on this fake personality that you make and then as time goes by it's impossible to keep it up forever you can try you can really try and you can go for a long time 
But eventually you let it down and then people see how you're actually like and they may not like that because you've made up this personality that's not you to make friends with people that aren't the best for you, the best that aren't in your best interest. So it's best to be who you are to make those connections on a stronger level. So as a teacher, um, what would you say is something that you would encourage students to do, like uh, just in terms of academics? So a uh, great question, Ryan. Um, academics is probably my number one um, advice to students. Hopefully you're a teacher. Uh, yes, uh, because of, not because of my role, but I think uh, um, the underlying question is if you're at school, you're here to learn, and academic is basically what you're trying to achieve. So marks is not the most important. Learning is the most important. Um, learning from your mistakes is very important as well. Uh, number one advice, do the homework, uh, pay attention in class, um, participate in class. Uh, that's number one in academic. Number two, try to make friends. Your social life is also very important because um, in high school, especially in grade nine, academic, great. But then you also have to learn from each other. You have to learn how to socialize with each other. You also have to um, know how to interact with each other. And that's the number two important thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, also, be sure to gauge yourself. Like, be sure to know who you are. Like, uh, coming into high school, I never did a lot of homework. Because uh, elementary school is elementary school. You're basically learning as much as you can, negatives, whatever. But when you come into high school, it's a totally different playing field. You're getting more homework. You're getting more work. And you're having a lot uh, more classes that you have to learn subject for. So gauge your self-interest. Gauge your um, your aptitudes. Know what you're good at, what you need to improve on, and balance your time. Because if you're gonna if you're good at math and you're spending all your time on math, you're not gonna learn your other subjects and you're gonna do poorly. What I'm saying is not that you have to do the homework every single night, but gauge where you're lacking and where you're excelling. If you're doing bad in some areas, spend more time. If you're doing great in some areas, maybe spend less time. Because if you spend too much time or too little time, you're setting yourself up, not for failure, but disinterest, you're setting yourself up for um, poor grades. Even if you do know the concepts or the material, you might do poorly on tests if you don't study enough or if you study too much. Let me tell you a little, um, I guess, story on homework and practice and habits. Um, I know a student many years ago, and uh, he was an academic achiever. And what he told me is this. Every night, oh, so beginning from class, every class he paid attention. He didn't check his phone, he wasn't FaceTiming or Snapchatting or any other of that. He paid attention in class during that one hour of class. Um, and he, he did his, his thing, participated, paid attention, did the homework while the teacher assigned um, class time to do it. And at home, every day, religiously every single day, he goes home, uh, eat a little bit, you know, chill a little bit, but then he would spend at least an hour, and that's at least, at least an hour just to review. Even if he did not have any homework to do, he would review. And he made it a habit. So every single day from Monday to Friday, he did one hour of work. Let it be no homework, yes homework, or um, nothing to do. But he would still open his book and do it. And he created a habit like that, and that worked well for him. Yeah, it's important to know what habits uh, lead to your success and try that out in first and second year. First and second year is about developing those habits for your success. Grade 9 and 10 marks, let me tell you, they mean absolutely very little. Ryan, I don't want to say they mean they nothing. Do. They mean they're important, Ryan, but what I'm saying they do. What I'm saying is don't be afraid to experiment. 
in terms of the fact that try out new strategies. If it doesn't work for you, it's not the biggest impact. If you're, if you're stressing over these marks so much to the point where you're not going to succeed, you're not willing to try the strategies to get you to succeed, you're going to do poorly in later years as well. I had a friend, he got really bad marks in grade 9 and 10. Uh, he ended up getting like just barely passing grades, and he wasn't really proud of himself for what he did. And in grade 11, he said, okay, these aren't the strategies that are leading to my success. He tried new things. He tried um, new study habits, and I think one of them he said was he would have small snack breaks or small nap breaks in between study sessions to keep his brain alert, and that ended up really working for him. And while he was trying to figure out this habit or this strategy in grade 11, his marks got a little bit better, but they weren't amazing because he was trying all these strategies. But in grade 12, he nailed down these strategies and he practiced them religiously, and he was able to pull up his marks about 20% on the average, and it helped him get into the university he wanted to. So what I'm saying is not um, that the marks don't matter. I'm saying that take your first few years to experiment. Find out what works for you. Because if you don't find out what works for you, you never will, and you will not succeed. Brian, what I meant, what I meant was, um, it's important to do your homework. Not that grade nine and 10, ten do not. No, that's not what I mean at all. That's not what I mean at all. It's very anyway, <laughs> grade nine and ten do matter. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, your habits matter. Yeah, of course. Um, you try what Ryan was trying to say, and I'll try to paraphrase it in a way that is more educational for you to listen to as a student. What he meant was, try out your strategy in grade nine and ten. Yeah, of course. And if you do well with that strategy, then continue with the strategy. But if you don't do well in school and your marks do not reflect the marks that you want to get, maybe your strategy should be altered. And um, from my experience as an adult even as a student, um, habits do not change overnight. Like sometimes you see on TV, right? You make a big change and it, like it's night and day overnight. It does not happen. That's television. TV, that's Hollywood for you. That's really Hollywood for you. It, your habits can only change through time, like slowly through time. And if your practice of, you know, going home, chilling, watching TV, opening your book at 11 o'clock and doing it until 12 o'clock, well, maybe that's not a really good strategy. Well, for some, you might be very productive within that hour. But if you find that, you know what, you're putting things off and you're not um, doing the work that you do and you are not getting the grades that you want, maybe your alternative way would be, um, should be considered. I know, I definitely the way that I used to do it um, when I was in high school is, I did it as soon as I got home so I didn't have to worry about it later. But I have some friends that are night owls. They'll do up, they'll... Put it off to the last second, not because they don't they don't um, they don't want to do it, but because they are more productive at night. They're just night owls. That's who they are. But for me, I like to get it done, get it off my plate as soon as I get home, so I have the rest of the night to be stress free. Some people work better under stress, and it's just how they end up working. But it's just not my thing. I I, I you know I Ryan I do know some students that are night owls. Um, actually, I myself is a night owl. I work better at night. Can I need my sleep? Um, <laughs> yes, and it's a challenge um, to match your preference to the actual um, schedule up to school. Now in high school, unfortunately, it happens at eight fifteen and ends at two thirty. It's not like university where you get to pick your time. But in high school, unfortunately, if you are a night owl, then maybe you have to change your habit a little bit because um, you have to get up early in the morning. I, I, I can reference one student, and, and that student was my high school uh, friend. He is a super night owl. He, his best optimal study time 
is from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. Yeah, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. That's, that's good um, if you're in university. But in high school, I don't think that's really good. But he did it. Like, he, he achieved. Um, what he did was, and try not to copy him or follow his <laughs> ways because it's kind of hard to, to be in that routine. But let me, let me tell you this. He had a 95 average. Anyway, so he, would, he, goes, to, he w- goes to school, uh, goes home at around 3, 4 o'clock, and he would take a nap, a long nap. Um, he would wake up at 9 o'clock at night and then he would eat dinner and then he would study. But that's, to me, it's not a very good habit. But for him, it worked, it worked, it worked really well. So, uh, one in a million chance will you have an individual like that, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, try to get a, a better habit, go home, eat a little bit, maybe you're a nap person, take a half hour cat nap. Oh, and I then can, start doing your work. I can totally see that. I'm a big nap person. Like, something that I love to do is I love to nap. Naps are your best friend in high school. Not during class. I'm telling you, not during class. You need to listen your, in your classes. But um, naps are definitely a great thing to have throughout the day. It definitely wakes you up and gets you ready to do homework. Yeah, the, the problem with nap, or the thing to think about about naps is if you take too long of a nap, like a two-hour nap... Oh, you're tired. You are not able to sleep at night. And that's the... It's a... We, Recurring theme in high school, I think um, I, I know many students who take naps and then they wake up at, oh, they go, go home and they reach home by 4, they take a nap until 8, and they couldn't sleep at 11 or 12. That's and then they stay up until 3, they have to get up at 7. It's unfortunate. It's, it's the system, right? It's the high school system. And Sleep change is important. Yeah, you can't change the system. So unfortunately, like you go to class and you are sleepy in the morning. So that really defeats your purpose. Uh, stick to sk- the schedule. Um, it's unfortunate, but you have to stick to the schedule. This is how it is. So speaking of sticking to the schedule, we should probably get a little bit back on track. As much as I love talking about naps and sleep as the next guy, um, let's, let's talk a little bit more about school life in general. So extracurriculars. That's something we haven't gone over yet. Um, All right. Yeah. Ryan, what extracurricular activities were that did you participate in when you were in grade 9? Okay, in grade 9, it was actually a lot... Uh, a lot uh, broader variety so and then I narrowed it down throughout the years and I think that's the best way to do it uh, participate in everything choose what you like and stick with that well and that's a great statement can you repeat that for the for our listeners for those in the back um, so try everything be a part of everything and then stick with what you like and slowly pick off what you don't like so back in grade 9 I remember I was part of everything it was free the children uh, scribbles for success I did announcements in the morning I was on student council I was on track I was on badminton and boy did I suck at badminton but that's all right um, I found that out, and uh, I was on a, I was on media, I was on media, no, I wasn't on media council until the next year, but uh, I was on quite a few things, and I think I helped with uh, audio in the theater a couple times, but the point is, I was a part of a lot of things, and I found out really quickly what I did and didn't like, and I stuck it out the year, um, participated to my fullest, and put my everything into it, and I started to narrow it down. Uh, I remember after that year, I dropped Free the Children, and I think I dropped badminton because of how bad. I definitely love badminton, but badminton does not love me. Um, so well, on the other <laughs> hand, badminton loves me, and I love badminton too. Okay, okay, okay. No need, no need to flex in the pod, guys. Uh, um, but yeah, it's important to choose a lot of extracurriculars and then choose what you like. I know what I really liked was media council, uh, student council, and track. The last two that I ended up keeping in my last year was media council and track. 
Now, as an adult, I might I might have to give you this advice because there is only twenty four hours in a day, and Ryan is absolutely right. He spend a lot of time on many extracurricular activities while managing to do all the homework and assignments during class and after school and at home. Think about um, your academic uh, proficiency and your time, the time that you need to do work. Because if you feel you need a lot of time to do homework, then maybe uh, cut down on the number of extracurricular activities that you participate. That's why in first year it's important to get as many as you can because when you're in your first year, that's when the the experience is broader and you spend less time in everything because the more you're a part of in later years, the more time you spend. Like in my last year, I was only part of two or three extracurriculars because of how much time I had to put into them. But in the beginning, in the first years, people don't really expect a lot of you coming in because they know you don't know as much. So you can spend a little bit of time here, a little bit of time here, and it doesn't overall sum up too much, even if you have as many extra as that, which is why you want to be there at the beginning so you can narrow it down and spend more time that you, in the things that you actually enjoy so you can actually put your full effort into it instead of just a little bit here, a little bit there. That's why you need to choose the beginning. And I would have to agree. There is only so much time you can spend. Plus, you have to remember, um, school is not your only thing. There is also family. There is also church if you're uh, a... Christian, Catholic, Muslim, or you know any other religion. Like um, part of um, prayer is also very important. Uh, spending time with family is also important. Um, spending time with friends is also important. So don't let school, academic, and extracurricular activity be your only thing. Um, be a well-rounded individual, and that's how think, how come I think um, you you need to prioritize. Of course, and it doesn't always have to be within school. Like you can do stuff outside of school. I have friends that. Um, they were on the track team, but they ran track outside of school. So they didn't even come to any practice, they just came to the meets. And that was something that they really enjoyed doing. And of course they didn't spend as much time at school or doing extracurriculars at school, but they have their own activities, hobbies outside of school. What's important is to stay active mentally and physically so that you're constantly out there doing what you love and you're constantly awake and you're constantly able to put that effort in. The important part is to keep that desire, that passion to keep going on. Because once you lose that, you your marks fall, your, um, your, just everything starts to fall apart once you stop having that passion to go out there and do something. Absolutely, because uh, I know some of you out there, uh, students out there, you are a professional dancer, a professional um, athlete, you play hockey, you're a professional swimmer, you're a professional soccer player, professional video player. games. <laughs> a professional video gamer. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's me there. <laughs> you can do that too. Um, at the same time, try to be a well-rounded individual. Um, you don't have to spend all your time at school. It does not have to be all school-related. It can be something that you do outside because, you know, maybe you are, you work somewhere um, and and that somewhere is a good experience for you. Maybe you work in, work in the library and that experience is good for you. So you continue doing that and you learn from that. Um, it doesn't have to be school, it can be anywhere else. But also keeping that in mind, extracurriculars are an amazing way to make friends in first year because if you come into first year grade 9 and you join an extracurricular, you're bound to find a lot of other grade 9s that just join that extracurricular as well and you're going to make new friends, find new friend groups and I know Scribbles for Success, it was one of the communities that I was part of in uh, grade 9, is probably one of the best decisions I ever made because that's where I made some of the closest friends that I still have today. Um, I stuck with that one through to grade 12, and I was always an active participant in that. I loved every little bit of that. The community, the people that I worked with, I think I just need a little bit of background. Scribbles for Success 
is a uh, kind of like a charity organization that we had running in the school where you, uh, at the end of the semester, people would like donate school supplies, that sort of thing, just a little. Yeah, we will talk about more about the individual clubs yeah. in later episodes. For sure. Thank you for sharing that. But the point is that um, you make a lot of really close friendships when you're doing stuff that you like with other people because you both have that same interest and you're both willing to participate together on it. And I think that's how you make some really amazing friendships. And you can think, um, if you are in a sports team, um, you tend to be friends with those uh, athletes and teammates that you have because you have the same interests. And so Ryan is absolutely right. You participate in the extracurricular activity um, to obviously uh, broaden your horizon, but then also to make good friends um, that you would not have met if you did not participate in the activity because you don't actually get to choose your friends in your class in high school. Um, there are so many um, courses, uh, so many sections in the course that you may be like English period one and your friend, your best friend may be English period four. And so through the extracurricular activities, you are able to reconnect with those individuals and that can be some bonding time for you. So uh, from a student's perspective, I don't know how to, to answer this because I'm a student, I'm not a teacher. But as a teacher, do you, did you participate in running any club or activity? And if, if you did, did you feel enriched by the activities you participated in? Well, um, I actually run uh, Scribble for Success, which you mentioned um, before. I also did Investment Club um, last year and the year before. I also ran DECA, uh, a business club, um, two years ago. And uh, sports, sports, I am the senior badminton coach. Another thing I tapped out on. <laughs> I think you were on the team and you were so successful in it that you... I, I just stopped. I, it was unfair. <laughs> anyway, I'll let him speak because I'm not going to speak on his behalf. But anyway, um, part of the reason why I believe extracurricular or other clubs is very beneficial to students is that um, when you are doing something that is something that you enjoy, you tend to be a, a different person because that's in your comfort zone. And this is what I mentioned at the very beginning, if you remember, the comfort level, the comfort zone. Um, you participate in a club that you enjoy and you participate with your friends. So within the between your friends, you're bonding already. And then you're also doing something together that you both like and enjoy. And I think that's very beneficial. For you to get an experience out of it, for you to be with a friend, and for you to participate in something at school. Of course, I 100% agree. And then as time is winding down, I just have one more question I want to ask you. It's a little, it's a little like a toss-up question, how you feel in this position. Do you feel that students are more successful because they join clubs? Or do you think that students that join clubs are the successful ones? So do you think the success impacts um, your choice of joining the club? or the club impacts your success. So to put it in plainer terms, I'm basically saying, um, do you think people join clubs because they are successful? Or do you think that when people join clubs, they become successful because of the fact that they're in the clubs? I think both. Um, and the reason is successful students do join club because they want to do even better. Of course. And they want to um, demonstrate to other students, to themselves, to parents, to a club, that they are able to be the leader of the club. Um, your second part of the question was, um, do they join the club to be more successful? 
And I think um, that's um, an intrinsic motivation. So something for you students out there to think about. If you are um, a really shy student and you want to increase your leadership style, you need to participate, want to participate more, then if you uh, intrinsically inside yourself, you know you're weak at one thing and you want to improve on it, then you might as well join the club because no one is judging you at the club. You're just doing an extra extracurricular activity. So you can go all out and try to be someone that you're not really comfortable in, but then you want to try to improve. So a shy student, let's say, wants to be a leader in the club. He or she will you know, put up his or her hand and will say, you know what, I'll lead this project. Maybe you're not comfortable in doing it because you've never done it, but at least it's out of your comfort zone. So if you're successful in doing it, great. You learn something, you earn something, and you're successful in it. But then if you are not, then who really cares? Because it's an extracurricular yeah, club. You just say, you know, oh, sorry, I'm learning. I, you know, nobody will fault you for it. Yeah, and and I, I think from, uh, from my experience, personally, I've seen a lot more successful people join clubs than non-successful people because I tend to see that people that are generally unsuccessful is because they don't have the passion, they don't have the drive to go out there and participate in something that uh, doesn't technically pertain to uh, getting marks or just uh, quote-unquote being cool. But it is actually a fun way to make friends. But um, they don't take that initiative. However, the students that I do see that actually actively participate in clubs do tend to do a lot better. So I think you're right. I think it's definitely a little bit of both. But from my experience, I've seen a lot more successful people join clubs. So if you want to be successful, go out there, participate, make uh, make something of your time. Because it's I think it's definitely the best four years of your life. And how you spend it is up to you. And that's what high school is about. Trying, learning, doing new things. So that um, in elementary school, you know, you play around, you meet friends, you socialize. In high school, you do more academics and you do more socializing and more being the leader, the... the um, leader of the club, and then hopefully that will prepare you well in university or college or the world of work that you will pursue after grade 12. Amazing. I think um, as we're coming about the 15 minute mark, we uh, should probably wrap it up around there. So, um, But this is a good uh, conversation, Ryan. Sure. I, I believe this uh, will help a lot of students. Um, I believe we have uh, a conversation that um, really pertains to um, grade 8, grade 9 students mm -hmm. that are coming into high school. Um, it was not our intention to do it this way, but yeah. we kind of um, hit it off on that tangent. So, yeah. so just to summarize, I guess, uh, stay active, keep your marks up, find out what works for you, and most of all, stay passionate, stay active, and do what you love to do. I think that's the best way to end it. So one last time, I'm Ryan. I am Kenny Ho. And, and uh, see you next time. Yeah, see you next time.